catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Whether it's taking selfies or viewing stories, Snapchat has many different uses. But three Gainesville men are accused of using Snapchat to operate a drug trafficking ring at a local apartment complex. I spoke with WUFT's Brian Sheely about what led to the investigation and what the outcome was of the court case. Back in May of 2020, there was a shootout at Cabana Beach Apartments in Gainesville. Um, It involved three still yet unidentified suspects who came up to an apartment building at Cabana Beach um, knocked on the door, and when it was open, they opened fire on the residents. Nobody was killed um, in the ensuing gunfight, but when police responded, they came upon the house and they found bullet case littered around the hallway of the apartment. And then when they got into the apartment, they found tons of of money and drugs, that being marijuana and THC products, littered throughout the common area when they brought in the drug task force to uh, investigate the area further. They found guns in the apartment, even more drugs, even more money, and a car that belonged to one of the defendants, that being Montavious McKinnon. Uh, There was also MDA within his car, um, according to the prosecutors, uh, MDA being Molly, and somewhere within the ballpark of $32,000 in cash. So police did not make an arrest that day. They let them go, and they were pretty quickly evicted from the apartment within like a week or so after the shooting, uh, the prosecutor said. And after that, they reorganized and they regrouped at a different apartment, that being Rocky Point Apartments, and they began to reinvigorate their previous enterprise. Yeah, so after two years, Bryce, tell us a little bit more about why this case is being brought up now. So this is spanning back, you know, almost two years at this point. So the reason why the story came up now was because it's been working its way through the court systems for about two years. And they, uh, these individuals who were involved in it, that being five co-defendants, were all going to go to trial on, on Monday for jury selection. Now, on Thursday, two of the defendants, that being Bradley and Jones, accepted plea deals where that saw them taking 30 months in prison, followed by five years probation. But the other three individuals, that being McKinnon, Frazier, and Gordon were all set for jury selection on Monday. However, when they got into the court, they began talks with the judge. There was some discussion for attempted motion to suppress some forms of evidence. And eventually, the two defense attorneys for uh, these clients discussed plea deals with the judge and, and the prosecution. And eventually, they came away with McKinnon getting 10 years in prison, followed by five years probation, having to pay over $52,000 in fines. Gordon pleaded no contest to four charges, and he was sentenced to five years confinement, followed by five years probation. And Frazier was sentenced to seven years confinement, followed by five years probation. McKinnon, uh, he pleaded no contest to racketeering and trafficking in synthetic cannabinoids, and that trafficking charge carried a minimum of uh, three years of confinement, as well as that $50,000 fine. Frazier pleaded no contest to racketeering and a tampering charge, so that's about the long and short of it. So before those charges were assessed, what was going on on Snapchat that led to these arrests? So when the shootout happened at Cabana Beach, the officers came into the apartment quickly got a search warrant, and then the uh, Gainesville-Latcher County Drug Task Force scoped the place out, 
And as they were going through the rooms, they found a phone that belonged to Montavious McKinnon. And on his phone, there was Snapchat messages populating on it. There was one person saying, hey, bro, I want to come pick up a zip. You around zip is uh, uh, street slang for uh, an ounce of marijuana, as well as other messages just basically insinuating drug buys coming through Snapchat. So they didn't have any concrete evidence that sales were going on, but they had their suspicions that the group was using Snapchat as a means of marketing drugs to people so that people could come to their apartment and buy them there. So after that, they assumed that's how their business worked. And the prosecution also in court on Monday laid out that they had obtained iCloud information from a few of the defendants and found that they would have pictures of different drugs that they were offering, and people would click on those pictures, reply to them, and then once those individuals who were selling the drugs got that, then they would uh, private message them, and they would work out the details from there, how to get to the apartment, what to wear, um, who not to bring and who to bring, how to act when you approach. So yeah, that was that was basically the gist of how their uh, operation works at Snapchat. That was Bryce Sheely on how three men accepted plea deals after being accused of running a drug operation on Snapchat. If you want the full story, visit our website at wuft.org. Let's get into some top headlines. Gainesville's lone non-for-profit gym is giving muscle to weightlift training. Founded in 2012, the ARC's goal is to create accessible fitness and wellness programs for people of all ages, skill levels, and incomes. Head coach Michael Espinosa says other gyms that offer weightlifting and CrossFit are expensive, so he wanted to provide those same opportunities at his gym. At the ARC, the first three months of youth and college weightlifting training cost $50 a month, but after that, youth classes and club coaching are free with 24-7 access to the gym. The Florida Department of Health is urging Florida residents to stay alert of rabies as cases continue to pop up. According to WMFE, the department says a dog in Lake County was exposed to a bat that was sick with rabies, triggering a warning in that area. Anyone who is scratched or bitten by a wild animal should report it to local animal enforcement and seek immediate medical attention. Migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard have filed a lawsuit against Governor Ron DeSantis. NPR is reporting that the class action lawsuit, arranged by a civil rights law firm Tuesday, comes after DeSantis took credit for transporting around 50 immigrants from San Antonio, Texas to Martha's Vineyard without shelter or resources in place. But the governor says the migrants had chosen to go to Martha's Vineyard voluntarily and asserted that they signed consent forms. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.